Most people get married for where they are, not for where they're going. Oh, so true. they so true. they get they get married. Oh, we just so in love and now yada yada yada. And then once you get in there, you start realizing I can't be here forever. And there is no agreement as to where you're going. And so you take off in one direction or you take off and go somewhere and this person hasn't agreed to, to actually go there with you. Well, and not only that, man, but I was talking to a friend of mine today and, and she was she was kind of saying, you know, at some point we got to grow up. Mm. In, in marriages, no. somebody has to be the adult. Hopefully it's both of y'all. Yeah. But generally somebody, people, we, we, we need to figure this thing out because either we want this to work or we don't. Topic of the discussion and hit the issues you typically find reluctant. Remove the facade to fill the gap with some substance. We undermining problems, expecting to overcome it. Please hold the applause. We doing it for the cause. People follow culture before they follow the laws. We rather face the friction and not attempt it at all. Persistence will find solutions once our contentment dissolves. There's a hard pill to swallow for anyone breathing. Both for folks who stay woke and those who be dreaming. We ain't slaves, yet we still ain't experienced freedom. What we need is the keys to access the kingdom We're all in this fallen world trying to stay intact I'm just a beggar pointing you out to where the bread is at So follow the breadcrumbs like Hansel and Grant And thank Yogi Bear and the thought engineer for that on Monday. Hey, hey, they they not ready. They ain't ready. We ready. Dude, I wasn't, I wasn't ready, boy. Like, oh man, man. I heard I heard this saw this video, fam. You did this. They band did this let's go song. Man, it was so clean. Oh, oh really? If really? anybody has a band head, you gotta go find that video. Cause oh my goodness, they killed that song. But yeah, man. Feeling good tonight, man. Yeah, I, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, was good. Yeah, me too, man. It's been a had a great weekend, man. I'm ready to get back into it, into things, man. Had a couple of birthdays. See, when you get older, you just put your birthday stuff on the calendars. Yeah. We had one yeah. on Friday that we had to go to. We had another one on Saturday. Yeah. And both of them really nice. But the one on Friday, the yeah, Anatole experience was really nice. Shout out to Latasha Davis. Yes, the big the big four nine for the birthday, and the big four nine, and also my brother, my brother Mike Malik yeah. Ali turned the big five zero on Saturday. Was that? What? I went to, yeah, big five zero. Yeah. Big, oh wow. Big five zero, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy y'all. birthday, happy guys. Birthday. Happy birthday. We don't have a happy birthday song for y'all, but no, but y'all know we love y'all. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the but the crazy thing about birthdays is when you're out in the restaurant. So, for example, we were up on the 15th floor uh-huh. at the Anatole, yeah. And you walk through the restaurant and you're looking at the couples, yeah. And you're looking at them and you're trying to figure out 
what date they own, if they married, if yeah, they, you know, yeah, you're trying to figure, yeah, you're trying to figure out. Uh, more importantly, if they're gonna last. <laughs> well, well, first off, because the restaurant, the restaurant was a nice steak restaurant. It was. So it was. If this is the first date, you setting the ball pretty high, oh, brother. Yeah, that's right. Because we didn't because we didn't see the bill. I, oh, I didn't think about money. Because I normally think about the money part of it. Yes, you're right. Oh yeah, my goodness. Right. You setting the bar super Yeah, that's true. Super high. That's true. They had a free range chicken on there that was um that we had to have some explaining about uh <laughs> <laughs> the chicken that got got pampered and massaged and everything and they didn't treated that chicken real well huh? and let it walk around the yard <laughs> don't you scare that chicken <laughs> it was a good time though I had a really good time the food was really good man the food was really good on friday and yeah. saturday remember wife we just it's funny when you live out and we live out where we live having to come back into the city a couple, couple of times a week man it's it's crazy man. just gas up the pace of man and get on over there man yeah man the, the, the funny thing to me, like you said, you see couples in there and it's me and my wife have this, have this habit. When we see couples in a restaurant, we sit down, we, we look at them and try to figure out scenarios. What's the scenario with them? How long have they been together based on how they sitting, based on the, the interaction? If they locked eyes and they sitting on the same side of the table and all it is, we like, oh yeah, they knew. They knew <laughs> that new love right there. <laughs> that's new got love. that new smell yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's new love right there. Well, that's an expensive date too. Right, right. Oh my goodness, the, the younger people, the younger people, will not talk to each other. They're on their phones the whole time. Oh really? We went to went to this one restaurant, and I swear. This 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 young man, this young lady sat at the table, and it must have been around prom time or something because they were oh. dressed nice. Mm -hmm. You can tell they were in high school, and I don't even think they said two words to each other. They don't know no better. They don't know that they, they probably they were probably talking to each other on their phone. Oh, man, it's it's crazy. They don't know no better, man. Bless bless their heart. They don't so know no crazy. better. Crazy. What's up, Miss Sally Battle? My friend Afia, they say, hey guys, new backdrop. Who this? <laughs> hey, y'all think we playing with y'all? We're not playing with y'all. We're not playing with y'all. We're not playing. We trying to bring y'all quality. Abigail yes, says, absolutely. hi, man. <laughs> y'all were crunk coming in. <laughs> I got to get the energy up. <laughs> yes, sir. Need more energy. <laughs> you scared me. More energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She said, give me some of that. For real. For <laughs> Send real. it your way. Send it your way tonight. Absolutely. Well, you want to uh, wanna get into it? You ready to get into it tonight? We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. And we have some uh, some new way we're going to do some things, man. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, listen, we are embarking. Is that that? Did I say that right? <laughs> Did I say that right? Nah. <laughs> See, nah. Whenever you go off topic, you're like, oh my God, did he go say something? Okay. So, the word is embarking. Yes, we are embarking. Monique, Monique killing herself laughing at you right now. <laughs> go ahead, Dale, let you talk. <laughs> no, listen, we, over over the next few weeks, months, we're going to be trying new stuff and, yeah. and everything, trying to make this thing 
that much better. And we know we got our people who love to come on and listen to us. We want y'all to shoot us an email. Let yeah. us know what y'all really think. Yeah, be what honest. Y'all think about be what you're saying. Think about the look. We need y'all feedback because, you know what I'm saying, that's how you get better. You know what I'm saying? Your your favorite restaurant that had a card that you they give you, the customer satisfaction card. We, we need that filled out and sent to us. Just shoot us an email. The email is at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Man talk Mondays one at gmail.com. Just shoot us something. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you like and also what you don't like. Trust me, we can take it. We can take D it. D can take it. I can't take it. I'm gonna tell you right now. You say something. Well, I'll read them. <laughs> I'll read them and then I I'll, yes. I'll dress them up and get into him. There, there you go. There you go. Because I'm gonna cut you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut you slap out. <laughs> But I guess with that being said, I guess we're ready to get started with the show. Man, man, man. We got a pretty heavy one tonight, right? When when we put the title out, when we said the title, we got a reaction. It was like, whoa. I said, mm. I said, that must be it right there then. So tonight, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about I chose wrong, so now what? I chose wrong, so now what? I'm mainly talking about feeling stuck in marriage and relationships. Feeling stuck in marriage and relationships. There are people who are feeling regret, feeling remorse, feeling like, oh, Lord Jesus, what I get myself into? They didn't got married. They didn't got involved with somebody. And listen, when you when you get in there, you get... It get real. It get really real. And some people feel they feel stuck. How how do, how do you get stuck? Because we know marriage. Marriage, you, you you go and you you make a commitment. You stand before it. Where where you get pastor and where, where you get stuck when you spend too when you don't spend enough time on the front end. When you when you worry too much about the wedding and the wedding night or where you're gonna get wedding or what you're gonna wear, you. Listen, you got that thing has to be distributed equally mm. because if you if you spend too much time on that front end, the back end is gonna suffer. And the back end means your behind is gonna have to suffer through a marriage that you're not happy with. And, and and this is what you have, and you got people say you got you got one spouse who is a homebody. You know, you got the kids, you want to stay at home, you wanna you you wanna spend family time. But that other spouse, the streets are calling. Like every time you turn around, Wait. I'm going to hang out. I'm going, you know what I'm saying? But the streets didn't just start calling. Let me paint. Can I paint the scenario? Can I paint it? Let Go me ahead. Paint. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. It's on you. Because you know how you be. You know how ladies and guys, when we're in the clubs, we're going out, we're trying to meet somebody. Because normally we go through a period of, well, girl, I'm tired of being by myself. And guys like, hey, man, it's time for you to get you a girl. All right, so we go to the club, lights kind of tinted. It's nice. You got your smell good on. You got your jacket, your blazer. Brother, you looking like a million bucks. You're looking for that chick that looking like that looks like she's ready to be your dime piece for the night. So, so, <laughs> so when you get to the club, she's over in the corner with her girls, and the baddies impact they impacts. They're not by themselves. They're in packs just like you with your boys, right? Like sodas. Yeah. So, <laughs> <you gotta> be- 
<laughs> these on one day. <laughs> so the baddies in pack. So he see you see him, he sees you. Now, immediately when he sees her, he's looking at it and he likes what he sees. You look at him, he's not as quite as tall as you want him to be, but he looks like he got it going on. Because what the first thing women do, they look at you and they look at your shoes. They're trying to see if your mm. shoes is run down. Mm. If your shoes ain't run down and they kept up, she's like, well, yeah, he's not, again, he's not as tall as I would like, but I might can do this. You come over, y'all start a conversation. Conversation goes well. After conversation goes well, she hears a red flag. Oh, but he's really cute, man, and he sounds like he got it going on. So they start dating. While they're dating, a couple of more red flags come up, but she's like, uh-uh, no, this thing is going just like I wanted to go. I plan on being married by the time I'm 32. This guy seems like he is the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get married. Well, back it up. Back it up, okay. They start, he hit that. Uh-oh. He hit that and he split that, then he quit that. <laughs> then he commit that. Then he commit that, yes. He commit he that. Commit that Cause once he hits it, now she has a commitment to get him to the altar because she don't want to feel like she just giving up booty to anybody. Mm. So now I got to look over way more than I wanted to originally because I got to get this particular dude to right. the altar because I don't want to look like no hoe. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now, so now the guy about this time, the guy starts pulling back because he might not necessarily be ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, you overlook that because I got to get you to the altar. Cause remember I was with my friends and they saw me with you right. and they've been asking me about you. And I'm saying, girl, we about to get married. He about to pop the question any day, any day don't come. Rule number one, shut your mouth about the people you meet until you sure about them. R- the ring don't come. Now you're getting flustered. Now you got to turn up the heat on him mm. and start doing stuff and compromising things that you necessarily wouldn't have to to get him to the altar. Press a cooker. Bro. Yes. Press a cooker. You, you, drag, you hook him up to a tow truck, drag <laughs> him to the altar. He gets to the altar. He says, I do. If you just stop being all over me about it, y'all get me. He don't even say I do. He say, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. she, she got all me right. here. She got all me right. here. Can you unhook me to the tow truck? <laughs> They get married. They be married for a couple of years, doing a couple of years, doing a honeymoon period, which is the first year. They have she gets pregnant, have a couple of kids. She gets pregnant, have kids. Right. She's happy. The marriage is officially beginning. Mm-hmm. Now there is a debt to be paid to the marriage. Mm. There is a debt to be paid to the marriage. There is a debt to be paid to the marriage. Derek, is it time that we start paying the debt? Well, the collector's calling. <laughs> the collectors are calling. Because you have to start dealing with some of the issues and things that we're going through in the dating period that we just skipped and hopscotched over. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the worst time to deal with it, which is why we say, like, how do people get stuck in relationship? Because before you get married, it's typically said the best time to get, get divorced is before you get married. But why are so many people still getting that far down the line? Afia says, I love that principle. Make it private until you know it's permanent. 
Yeah, but you can't because we don't do nothing in private no more. We don't do oh, nothing no. in private. Not social media. Everything yeah, yeah. is social media. Right. I got a man. I got a husband. I got me somebody, girl, and he loved me. Right. Change the status. All that See that? And then and then when he gone, mm-hmm. you just we just don't say we just don't say nothing about it. Yeah. We just don't say nothing about it. Yeah. So how are we gonna deal with the red flag? How we deal with the red flags? Let's talk about the red flag. What are red flags, Mister Man? Well, well, you got you got some general red flags. General red flags is somebody's abusive, whether either verbally or physically. They're uncompromising that's at a, all. Oh, that's a big one. Bro, uncompromising is a big one. Serious. That one. is a big. That is a big when, one. When you yes. consider yes. the the role compromise plays in a marriage, somebody who's uncompromising because because marriage is all about compromising. Boy, and and this is the thing. This is the thing that people fail fail to realize. And talking about red flags, I heard this guy say this a couple of days ago. Hit me like a ton of bricks. He says we only give rules to the people we don't like. Hmm. Mm, the ones that we don't really want to be with. Right. We give rules to the people we don't like. I remember one of my nieces. She would call me and have me talk to her little boyfriend. And I finally figured out she had me do this when she wanted to get rid of them. Because the ones that she really liked, you weren't gonna know nothing about. Oh, them. the one, the ones that she wants. You weren't. You're not gonna know nothing no, about. No, didn't even talk to him. You know nothing about him. You're not gonna know anything about him. Because I want to keep him, and I don't want you to mess this up for me. So here's a huge red flag for you. Beware of the person who makes you give up all the rules that you said you was gonna have going in. That person is dangerous for you. Well, see, the, and the, but the crazy thing about it, D, is we talk about red flags. Now, we're not talking about the stuff that you have on your list that you want. We're not talking mm-hmm. about that stuff because that's just cra- most of that stuff is just crazy talk. We're, we're, but what we're doing that actually now is we're talking about things that will prohibit you from being in a lasting relationship with these people. Those are red flags. That's what we call red flags. We're not talking about how tall he is, how short he is. We're talking about whether or not he don't want to get no job, whether he want to play PlayStation all day, whether or not she want to be a, a housewife and, and start not in a relationship. That's the stuff that we're talking about. So so, so with that being said, some red flags that's going to stop you. Uncompromising, I would have to say that will be number one, sir. Yeah, man. That will that's have to serious. be num- in a relationship because and, – and this is the thing. One – this what this what we don't watch for. Once we have sex, mm-hmm. how does that change? How does that change our relationship? Because mm-hmm. normally, if people start changing in the relationship, then you doomed. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't start compromising after sex and think it's gonna stop. Yeah, you compromising some things that you really want me to be and do because you want me to marry you. Well, I I told you what sex do. Let me get a feel. Feel says. That's where I went wrong. It was his way or the highway. Once you had sex. Uncompromising. Once you had didn't sex. say that. Ophelia, did you have some sex? <laughs> Don't you lie, Ophelia. Ophelia, you tell me you had some sex. <laughs> ben said, good evening. What's going on, What's man? What's going on, man? But red flags like behaviors, behaviors, financial behaviors, emotional available behaviors. Yeah. yeah. These are things you got to watch out for because... You get stuck in bed, like you said. We hop in that bed, we hop in that bed, and go back to my my little analogy. 
Sex is like a glue. It's like a super glue, right? And if it's that ooh wee, it's that it's that gorilla glue. So, <laughs> so whenever whenever something you you trying to glue something together, if you don't set it properly before you glue it, boy, you you, you got to break it to reset it to reset it. And a lot of people they're setting it be, they 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 they're, they're gluing it before it's set. And that thing is is crooked. You got to hit you oh, and you get it up. It's all kinds. Ain't nothing lining up. And they're trying to figure out. And see, and, and let me let me say this: the most worrisome part about giving advice with relationships uh-huh. is what we're talking about tonight. Oh yeah. When to say? Yeah. When do you use the D word? Ooh. When do you use the separation words? Because we have done it wrong on the front end. So yeah. now. We look, we on her, and we we don't want to tell you to get a divorce. We want to tell you do everything you can yeah. to keep that relationship together. But because you have been negligent on the front end, now you tune it in to us to see what you're supposed to do about it. Yeah, well, it looked like a fear did have some sex. Oh, she well, said, had some she sex. said I had a baby by him. Oh, so yes, lol. She, she, she had some sex. And he, and he dropped some off. <laughs> keep that. Keep that with. Take that with you. Yeah, the gift to keep on giving. Well, right? What you talking? What you talking? Wow, wow. I don't. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, how how do you how do you avoid getting stuck before marriage? You're getting stuck in relationships because you can get stuck in relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell people it's it's not a good idea to send out engagement uh, announcements, invitations. Do not send that out before you've actually had some rigorous, rigorous marriage counseling. Yes, I know it's going to spoil it because you don't you don't want to know when he's going to propose, well, right? That whole... Not only that, but you got to remember, when I, start, when I start sleeping with this woman... And vice versa, she starts sleeping with me. She's not gonna press me to go to marriage counseling because she don't want nobody to come in and mess this up. Right, right. I gotta get him to the altar and all roadblocks in front. Y'all stop, y'all trying yeah. to stop me from being married. Yeah. No. So so that's so, gonna say stop that sex. That's what Pat's gonna say. Pat's gonna say cut out the sex. Yes, yeah, and we and we don't want to do that. And we don't want to do that. Monique says, Yep, I agree, and I'll add the flags. Don't change. Afia said, LOL. But we but we not together now. So we're good. I learned some harsh lessons. Yeah, but if it's a fear, Afia said they're not together now. No, she said, but she said she learned some lessons though. She got an edu- education. Well, sometimes, but well, the crazy thing about it, most of the time, if somebody had a told Afia, hey girl, don't do this, there's a pretty good chance. She would have said, no, nah, no, nah, not going to happen to me. Now I wanna, did, did you get any warning to feel? Did anybody warn you about the person? I want just let us know. Yes or no. Did anybody warn you? I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, people say to hell with the warnings. Yeah. I'm learning people want what they want. And the, the crazy thing about when you want what you want, when you get it, it's never what you think it is. But is it about the person or is it about just the whole persona and the whole idea of what you want? It's about the person. At this point, I'm gonna say it's about the person, and the okay. reason why, and the reason why I'm saying about the person because oftentimes the person comes back and they're not happy. 
mm-hmm. when they've got what they wanted and it's not whoa whoa this is not what i thought it would be it's yeah. funny i had a, yeah. a call that i've been want that i wanted all my life i get the call and it's just a car mm-hmm. it don't fly it don't yeah. do none of the thing it don't drive in the driveway by itself it don't it don't do none of that it's yeah. just it's just a car yeah and i think that's what that's what we do to relationships i think it's just it's just a relationship Oh, he don't do this like like I think it's supposed to do. She don't do that. She don't cook. She don't clean. I thought once we got married, the flip was supposed, the switch was supposed to flip, and she was just automatically supposed to do what she what mm. wives do. Mm. Or he was supposed to do what husbands do. Mm. What the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell <laughs> switch go? What the hell switch oh comes goodness. and make people do what they're supposed to do? Because people just don't, don't do it. Do. If nope. people did what they're supposed to do, we wouldn't need stop signs or red lights. Boy, you better tell. Somebody. We would just stop and go and be nice and courteous. But that's why we got huh. police officers giving our tickets because yeah, people don't do what they're supposed to do. And then we come back and say, "I don't understand why this thing is not working like it's supposed to," because that thing was towed up at the beginning. No, no, no. That ain't what people do. They don't say, I, I don't understand. This thing ain't working. They say, this person is doing something there to you me. Go. There you go. <laughs> and I'm not happy about it. And I'm not happy and about it. And I'm not happy about it. Monique says, I think it's about the idea. At a certain age, people start to look at marriage and family as the next step, especially when you've been together a minute. She got a point, and I think this is something, this is a setup that people have. Typically, when you take a next step, you want to have gotten the first step right. Okay. Can I jump on this? Just jump on in, brother. Because you have been screwing for six months to a year, don't necessarily mean that you're ready for the next step. As a matter of fact, I would, I'm going to tell you this. Perhaps if you stopped, you might find out whether or not that person is ready to be your husband or your wife. The the bit act playing like you married and having sex don't make you ready for marriage. Right. It avoid it, it avoids you of the responsibility of actually being in a house, sharing things, having to get along with each other. Right. Because you can get up out of that sex bed and go y'all separate ways. Now listen, I'm all for some sex. <laughs> I'm all for some sex. I had some sex last night. I just want y'all to know. I, I know, right? I know, I know, right? Hey, it wasn't by choice. I was just by force. Oh, oh. I ain't ever saying it. See, get in there if we can have days. Okay, I'm coming. But anyway, I'm saying this. I'm saying this to say because you acting like married couples doesn't qualify you to be ready for marriage. Right. And I think we miss we misconstrue that. That don't make you ready. Yeah. That don't make him ready. That don't make you ready. Yeah. Marriage is marriage for a reason. Yeah. Man, I remember my mom used to. My mama didn't let me. Uh, walk around to my had a girlfriend and all that stuff. No, my mom didn't play that. No, 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 no. She did not play that. I could in high school. Mm-mm. I better not say I got a girlfriend. You what? You don't know do no girlfriend. Oh, I know what to do with. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say my lips would still be swollen. <laughs> <laughs> mama didn't play that. But no, oh, man. And and I think like Monique said, going to the next level. I think once we <laughs> once we've had enough sex. Once we've had enough sex, then it goes to oh, now J- we're J- ready to take the next level. What's wrong? Janae Lewis. I guess, oh, I'll let y'all guess who no, this is. Janae no. Lewis says, uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> of all the shows, my baby listening to it. <laughs> that is funny. 
That is funny. Yeah, but that don't qualify you. That don't that don't qualify you for marriage because y'all having sex. And we right. think that's the we think, well, we haven't said we've been having sex for a little while. The next step is marriage. No, no. You need yeah. to pull that, pull that back some. Yeah. Because that don't qualify you. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Having sex just makes you biologically a male and female. That's all it does. That's all sex does. Being a man or a husband, being a woman or a wife involves way more than that. And it lies to you. Mm. It makes you think you're going to have a lot more sex when you get married than you're actually going to be having. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm right. trying to keep, listen, because by the right. time the kids come, the wife, work, and everything else, man, believe me, she's not going to have, she's going to be tired, she's going to be something. Well, the sex ain't going to come half as much as it's going to come before y'all get married. I'm just telling you now. So, so when you get married, now the complaint is we don't, we don't have sex. We don't have time for intimacy no more mm. because it was a lie at the beginning. Stop mm. lying to each other and keep y'all right. pants up. Right. And go to work. Yes. You can't have all the sex if you working, but listen, but what qualifies you for marriage? What qualifies people for marriage? Hmm. Well, first of all, you got to have a job. You, you, you need to be able to support your, your family. Mm. I think I think him and her should be working. Okay. Him and her should be well on their way to their careers or whatever they're going to do. Right. Whatever they want to do. Um also they have to it's this is really important, guys. Y'all gotta be able to talk to each other. Yeah. They have to be able to communicate without talking at each other. And and this to me, the biggest thing, man, you gotta be able to hear her heart. Mm. Man, I me and my wife have been married for too long since ancient Bible days seemed like. <laughs> and and oftentimes in our arguments, I have to listen to her fussing to get to see what her heart is saying. Hmm. But key word, I said, I have, I have to try to listen to what her heart is saying. I have to want to, first of all. Right. right. I have to want to because we talked about this earlier. Did we talk about, fu- well, not fussing, but uh, nagging? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. So, so what is the definition? What is uh okay? What is uh? <laughs> our producer gonna ring his neck in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to nobody talking to me. I can't talk back to him. Sasha <laughs> said, "The John just turned red when your baby jumped out here." <laughs> Uh, it's it's relationships are tough enough without us making them more difficult. Relationships are really tough, guy. Really yeah. tough. Yeah. Really tough. You you want to make sure that the person has skills that will allow them you you all to get along. They they know how to express themselves in a healthy manner. They they know how to listen. And I mean actively listen. These are skills. And like John said, knowing how to hear your spouse's heart. Listen, women nag. They can't help it. Women nag. They can't help it. They got a nag gene. They got a nag gene. <clears throat> women nag, <clears throat> excuse me, women nag, men pout. That's what we do. Men pout. We'll still do what you asked us to do, but you're going to sense all that attitude coming through whatever we're doing. 
and, and women take what they say and they beat you over the head with it until until they get their way or get what they've been wanting. Right. They've been trying to get you wear to get the y'all. Yes, I gotta I gotta do whatever I gotta do to wear them down. But the problem with that is now that, that's where the communication normally stops at. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Once the nagging starts and the pouting starts, now the communication is stopped because I'm not listening anymore. We can't be so concerned about winning every every battle that we lose the wars. Right. The wars right. are I ultimately I want him to hear my heart and what I'm saying because it's going to be better for us. Yeah, absolutely. And we get we get away from that because we are either nagging or we're pouting. Right. So so what are we doing? What are we doing in relationship? And you know what's funny to me? I thought it was funny that more relationships are here than I thought. I thought there would be, be happiness, mm. but more people are trying to find ways to get out of them, which is crazy. Yeah. Afia say that's a fact. My married friend is going through that now with her husband. So a person is in a place they feel stuck. Especially we talking about marriage. They feel stuck. What should they do? I, I think I think before you do anything, you got to have the talk. Now, so I was thinking about this earlier today, and I think the talk is you got you have to address the elephant in the room that was there before we got here. Mm-hmm. Now, when we started dating, I noticed that you X, Y, and Z. I was thinking after we got married, it would turn into ABC. Right. Did I, I overlooked? I did I overlook something? Did I? Is that not who you are? Is that because you got to? Because at this time you got to have a come to Jesus meeting because we got to figure out what we gonna do. Right. Yeah. That yeah. I, I heard Chris Rock say this, and it was such an easy parable. It's much easier for two people to move a couch than one person. He was yeah. not lying. Yeah. He was not lying. Especially the couches they make today. They got the five chairs with them. You can't move them by yourself. <laughs> right. okay. You got to have one, one person with you to do it. So so with that being said, you got to have the conversation. You got to have the conversation of what we're doing. All right. Latarsha says, I think you got to have a mature mindset. Have gone through some stuff. Just because they have a job don't qualify them for marriage. No, it is... It, just having a job don't qualify, no. but it make the it put a little more sting on the argument when you uh when you working when you <laughs> when you ain't staying with your mama now <laughs> when you ain't sitting at home all day, especially the other yes. person. Yes, exactly. Come home from exactly. uh from a job and they see you on the couch. Yeah, that's that's bad business right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's bad business. The uncompromisingness. Oh. Tarsha says, yes, we pout and have attitudes, but we got to know when to stop and sit down. Y'all pout, y'all pout after we don't give y'all what y'all nagged about. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think I think we need to take the sit down part and, and, and highlight that. We need to highlight the sit down. Sit down somewhere and hush up. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, but she is absolutely right. We have to know when we're doing too much. Afia says, what is, what is the definition of nagging? She said, I find out next week. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, find out next week. Stay tuned. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah. We're going to get more into some of these qualities and some of these things that, that keep people, just keep up stuff in marriages, mess in marriages that make people feel stuck. 
because there's a certain thing about nagging that people have to realize and men have to realize women have to realize but we'll get into that next week absolutely monique says i would say the conversation has to happen early before it festers i think i think for for conversations i think for conversations when things are good we are we are afraid that having the conversation is going to mess up the good time. Boy, you better say that. And and listen, because if we just be honest, when we get when we get something that we think might be really good for us, man, we are so ginger with that thing because we don't want to mess it up. If we got a guy that's halfway decent or a girl that's really fine and pretty and look like she may be from somewhere else, mm-hmm. she might be a exotica or something <laughs> oh my goodness oh we now we tipping around and we lying about it because we don't want to lose it right so we get married and we drag that into our marriage and we miserable because you're not none of what you, you're not none of what i thought this was gonna be like mm-hmm. and you and you're not either right right you stink sometimes and the exotica don't really work <laughs> like i thought it was gonna work i thought you're gonna be speaking french and stuff in there you ain't doing none of that <laughs> You learned some slang and everything. That's how you hear me. Yeah, so I, I just think I, I, I think the conversation, like Monique said, the conversation is important early, but I just think for the most part, you got that. That's the conversation that needs to be had. That's the one that mostly needs to be had. It's the real. We gotta start working with people individually as singles with mm-hmm. preparing them for conversations like this. You know what I'm saying? Get a good group of friends that you can have these types of conversations. Because your friends, you should have friends who can, you know, check you. Say, you know what, you tripping. Yes, it's true. And you you know how to receive it. And now you're talking about bringing somebody else in. Listen, your friends know if you're a difficult person. Mm. They know that. Well, and not only that, but now you're into a relationship that, like, now you're into... What if they're not who you think they are and y'all married? Mm. Or, or, or what happens when you marry the per- when the person not who you think they are, you married to them? What do you do then? <clears throat> Try to change them, right? That's that's naturally what we do. That's the first thing. That is the first thing we're gonna do. We're gonna throw money at you. We're gonna try to convince you. We're gonna beat you over your head. We're gonna send you to church. We're gonna try to do all these things to make you try to become who I want you to be. Lock up the cookie, boy. You. Yeah, we gonna boy. That's did I did I not say that? Because that's the because that's the first thing she gonna do. That's the first thing they gonna do because we have to try to find a way to control you to get right. you to be who we want you to be. Right, right. Because relationships are funny. I tell people in the absence of trust, you must control. Anytime you're in a relationship with somebody, and you have to deal with this person, you or you have to work with this person. If there is no trust there will be control issues because that's the only way I can interact with you. I got to be able to know that what I want is going to happen. And the only way I can't trust you to make sure that happens. So I got to control everything to make sure I get what I want. The crazy thing is, man, this control thing seems to be coming up a lot more and more in my, in my life mm. with, with a lot of the, the different things that I'm dealing with control comes up like, cause people, people are not comfortable. People don't trust God. Like they're supposed Man. to because they have they want to be in control. Right. And God is right. the anti-control person. Right. But in relationships, anytime you feel like you have to control something, you you off to a, a bad start. 
because people do not do what you want them to do, especially if they understand the type of control person that you are. People fight control. People, nobody wants to be controlled. People, right. oh my God, we right. fight, we fight, we fight. People fight rules, and control is a form of rules, and people fight that. Yeah. And you can expect to get that fight. And the thing that people miss is it's your conformity to rules that mm. gives you the freedom that you're really looking for. You can't have freedom devoid of rules. You can't. It does not work that way. Most people don't want any rules at all. That's not yeah, that's true. not freedom. That's true. anarchy. True. When you don't want any rules at all, that's anarchy. Rules are necessary. And it's the people who abide by the rules, the people who, you know, set their life up by the rules. These are the ones that experience the happiness, the joy, the, the prosperity, the success mm -hmm. that everybody else say they want. Now, we say we want good marriages. We say we want, you know, to be with people, but we will not do the things that's necessary to make that, sure. That happens. Anytime yes. I've seen people, yes. marriages where the D word has come up or even happened, it's because at least one person, at least one person dug their heels in the ground and refused to make the changes necessary. That's true. Because, again, marriage is by compromise. And when and when the person stops saying, when the person says, I'm not going, I'm not willing to compromise, then the then y'all can get the papers together. Right. Right. And some people say they're they not willing to compromise because they're trying to force the end. Let's you know where they are. Anyway. So, with that being said, sh should that and I said, and I might have said that looser than what I wanted to, but when compromise stop, is that when the end of the marriage is near? Because relation, the relationship is based on compromise. It's based that that is the that is because we can say it's love, but it ain't love. Mm -hmm. It's compromise. Yeah, man. I I think most most marriages are not real marriages. Yes, people made the commitment. They had the wedding. They stood before the pastor and said, I do. But they were just a divorce waiting to happen because they had never, they never checked out marriage to see if this is something I'm willing to take on. I think there's an expectation to be married, especially by a certain time. And hmm. we don't put emphasis on the preparation you know we don't you know what what's, what's crazy to me is we don't look at people's parents mm. we don't we don't see how the parents get down because one of the things i was always scared of is i was going my i was going to go over my girlfriend's house and her mom and dad was going to be in there fighting because oh. if they in the house fighting and acting the fool and carry on that's what she gonna bring back to the house with me yeah man so it's important that when that when we dating we pay attention to where they're coming from because that's going to be how they deal with stuff with you yeah and and we see that stuff and we just ignore it and say oh no i'm going to be such a loving wife or husband that that's not going to come to my house i don't know what oh, you think man. this is I don't know why you think that ain't coming to your house. If it's yeah. in his house, it's coming to yours. Yeah. I remember, I remember my, my ex-girlfriend from college, man. My ex-girlfriend from college, I would go visit her. And her parents, they would fight. They would be fighting for real. They would fight. 
I mean, let's Fern, get it on. Furniture moving. Bruh, they would fight. And they when they would start fighting, brother, I grabbed me a corner. You ain't heard me. I, I might as well have been furnished at that point. I don't want to catch no peripheral, no collateral. No, I don't want to catch none of that. So, but with that, did it make you think? How did it make you think about her? Well, this that became how she would try to deal with me. Listen, I grew up in the house where my mom and my sisters. We wasn't no man fight my mama. It wasn't all that stuff going on. We didn't have those type of interactions in my house. So I was supremely uncomfortable, severely uncomfortable with that whole situation. But that became how she tried to deal with me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That ain't what we doing. She tried to put them hands on you. We ain't going to put them hands on you. Yeah. <laughs> Monique says, great point, John. We definitely ignored the family flag. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. I think our mate, we think our mate is so different. Most folks are not wanting to be held accountable. And see, it's a, accountability is not something that you like. True. It's something that you recognize is necessary. Yes, it's true. It's true. You need that feedback because you can't see yourself like other people see you. Yeah. It's like you go to the gym, you work out, and you killing it. But you don't see the growth, you don't see the gains, and you don't recognize it until somebody sees you and says, what are you doing? Are oh, my goodness. You look, and you... And they say, you ain't going to work on legs, though? Because <laughs> <laughs> we would swell up a chest. We? we would walk around looking like this, and them legs be looking right. like some pencils. Right, right, because they keep pants on. They don't care. <laughs> Mika says, in the absence of trust, you must control. Y'all are preaching tonight. Control is a big thing in a relationship, but a lot of people say it's boundaries. Huge difference. Well, uh, most people don't feel comfortable unless they can control things. Most, most, and I, I've noticed that I'm running into a lot more women that are control freaks than, uh, mm -hmm. than there are men, which, which makes me wonder how, the, so the husband Mm -hmm. has to conform to that in the minute that you don't you will have you are you will have issues you will have really strong issues now mm -hmm. most of most of the time when we've been in a little while i'm tired of fighting with you and i'm gonna just do it to keep the peace right. but these younger guys good luck because <laughs> these young guys not for they're not for yeah, it they're not they're not trying to conform they're not trying to do nothing they'd mm -hmm. rather be after a single so so i'm really trying to figure out what are you guys going to have to do for all, our, all these control people? Because nobody's a control person. But all these control people out here, what are you going to do when when the guy can't be controlled? Oh, I know. I'm going to marry him. No. Oh. And try to control him. Oh. Good luck with that. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, let me get Moni. Moni says, yes, you can't make nobody stay with you. Cheryl says, when there's there are no standards or low standards, there is going to be instability in the relationships. Absolutely right. When when you can't control somebody, the thing that people do when they can't control you, man, I was off my train of thought. I messed up. Okay, I got a good one. Go when my wife first got married, I used to act a fool. My wife, my wife' biggest thing was she was just like your, just like most of you guys. If I can just get him to the altar in the church somewhere, it, he'll change. Oh, I was a good heathen. You hear me? I was a good old heathen. And I remember one day I was at, I was at home. I had been out. 
I've been out all night and came home and I was laying in the bed and she was up crying, which she used to do all the time when we got married. And she started praying. Never forget, she started praying and speaking in tongues around the bed. And I was trying to sleep. I was tired. Oh, wow. I had been kicking it. And I was uh, uh, inebriated. And she started speaking in tongues, walking around the bed. Mm. And I couldn't go to sleep. Mm. It was It was so, it was, she was so... Uh-uh. uh-uh, I'm not. I know I'm not giving up. I'm. This is. Listen, I've got myself into something that I can't handle. Yeah. So yeah. I know what I have to do, brother. She put the. She said, "God on me, brother." <laughs> you keep throwing that water on me every now and then. Something's gonna. It's gonna get on you every now and then. It's gonna get on you. That's what I was going to say. That's it. When women feel like they can't control a man, they try to get him to church. Oh, absolutely, brother. By hook or crook. Listen, but who could crook? Women, listen, we did a poll. Jesus is not high on no. women priority list. Sex was. Sex was. Yes. Don't like to beat your back out. <laughs> but here's the thing you gotta <laughs> women don't women interest for Jesus is all because I just need somebody to keep him in line. I need somebody because this nigga is a fool. That's, why, that's why they want some Jesus. Because yes. they want they want to be able to see Jesus. Jesus, he ain't acting right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's what they want. Absolutely. Monique says, can y'all touch on accountability versus judgment? Hmm. Accountability versus judgment. Okay, so okay, so what we have with our group is we have a y'all seen on episode if not, y'all need to go back and check it out. A group up a uh, couple of forevers. And what we do is we hold each other accountable without judging. And how you do that is okay. First of all, you got to know my heart. You got to know my heart when I come to you and I say, hey, D, this is what I think, or I don't agree with this, or I think that. Hey, man, because you know that I love you and I want the best for you. So you know when I come to you, I'm not judging you. So you, you, there has to be a personal interest at stake. I know if D does well, I do well. I know mm-hmm. if my group does well, I do well. Mm-hmm. And I cur- and I genuinely have a, a cur and I love them. There has to you, you have to be just as invested as they are, right. because generally when people don't know you or when it's churchy, they judge you. That's mm-hmm. not, and that's that's the last thing I do with my brothers and sisters. Rules without relationship breeds rebellion. There you go, relationship. See, that's the word. I you got to have a relationship yes. with people. If there's going to be accountability, it has to be a relationship first. Now, the point of accountability isn't something the person is holding you accountable for based on what they want out of you, the accountability is based on something you said you wanted and them holding you accountable to what you said. Now, judgment comes in when they say, you ain't no good, you trifling. That's where judgment comes in. Oh, you just lazy. That's why why you won't do what you're supposed to do because you just like, that's judgment. Yeah. But saying, hey, didn't I, I told remember I mentioned to you the other day about this thing? Hey, anything came up yet? One of the things we don't talk about in marriage is you are only as good mm-hmm. as the people, as the company that you keep with marriage. Mm-hmm. You're only as good as you're only as good as the village. And we have a village around our marriage. And we have we have a village around our friends, and we go to and and we have wise counsel because listen, I was a knucklehead, but by the grace of God. 
I turn I, I turn from my evil ways. Everybody don't do that. <laughs> Everybody don't do that. Everybody don't do that. So it's so you gotta have people in your life that can speak into your life. Say, hey man, boy, if you don't sit down somewhere, exactly. girl, if you don't sit down somewhere, if you don't exactly. if you don't be quiet and go in there and do this or do that, you got to have people in your lives for that. Because if not, you're on that island by yourself trying to figure this marriage thing out. And marriage is difficult, even when you know what to do. Boy, Cheryl says. You trust the person that holds you accountable. Now, let me tell you what happens with accountability. When you're holding a person you're in relationship with, when you're holding them accountable, they pull the judgment card when the accountability gets too heavy that they don't want to really carry it. Hmm. This, wow. It's a technique to back you down. Don't be judging me. They pull the judgment card at that time. They don't want you telling them or reminding them because it's really what you're doing, reminding them of where they're dropping the ball, where they're slacking, where they're slipping. And so they will pull out the judgment card. Listen, when people start deflecting with some type of attack on you, that's because there's, there's a serious issue with them. Maybe they starting to give up hope that they can even achieve what you they're, you holding them accountable for or or something like that. So they need some encouragement and maybe you need to know as a friend, okay, I need to back down and just ask, "Hey, what's going on with you?" The one one of the, one of the things when I had my uh when I had my little heart my heart my heart attack thing, why well, I can keep on saying little. <laughs> when I had my heart attack, man, it's funny because my friend all of my friends and my, the people in the group were like, "John, John, they were watching everything I did, and they were saying it would irritate me to no end. But because I saw their face, they were the first ones to run to my bed, mm-hmm. to my bedside when I was in the hospital. I can't, I can't be mad at them for being concerned and worried about me. I, yeah. I can't be mad when they say, "Hey, you, you think you gonna, you gonna eat all that free range chicken?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna try. <laughs> I can't. I can't be mad at them. Right. I, you know, it does it get does it irritate me sometimes? Absolutely, it does. Yeah. But I know where their heart is in it. Yeah, it's hard to love somebody without being held them accountable. Anthony says, when you don't conform, you're a post on Facebook saying that you're not a man and can't handle a strong woman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How, how much time we got? <laughs> well, because I because I feel some kind of way about this the strong woman thing. Because I think I believe every man can handle a strong woman, but do you want to be handled the way we gonna handle you though? Mm. I think I think every woman is fragile and she's beautiful and she needs to be handled like a gentle rose, uh, 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 unless she's she on she a thorn in the rose and she stick you, then you uh, then you choke her out. But, no, seriously. Every <laughs> rose has its thorn. No. <laughs> well, you were trying to say hello, baby. <laughs> no, no, seriously though. Nah, I, I, right. I, I think a woman should be treated like a queen, just like I think he needs to be treated like a king. And I think when you start talking about handling each other, I think I think we're getting into something then that that we that we don't want or we don't need. Because the first time you walk up with shades on, now we're gonna have we're gonna be ready to touch do something to him when you don't carry yourself like that. Okay. So how long do I treat them? like what they're not acting like. How long do I keep that up? Because I'm doing it in hopes that they, they'll get it. But how long do I keep that up? I, I'm treating them like a queen, but their behavior is, there's uh, nothing uh, about their behavior that says queen. Until you can't do it no more. 
Until you, uh, I, you and know, as I soon can't, as you can't do it no more, they want to change. Here they come. Not, not that they want to change. Now you're going to get called out. Well, sometimes you're going to get called out. Sometimes you, but listen, everybody has, I saw this, Ayala, Ayala Van Zam had a thing on the other day and she said, she was telling this young girl, she said, I was with a guy 20 years and I left him alone because he couldn't love me the way that I needed to be loved. And I was thinking, 20 years is a long time to get somebody a chance to love you the way you want to be loved. But but I don't want to be a, a, a the person that condones divorce, man, because I I just think I just think we if if we if we took it more serious on the front end, we wouldn't be so many divorces on the back end. But divorces are a way of life. But I'm gonna say this: if that if that person had if that man or woman has no act right or no want to get right, I think it needs to be talked about. Right. And you have got to, in the midst of all this, take a hard look at yourself. Yes, yes. You have got to take it. As long as it's about the other person, there is a a level of deflection that will never bring resolution to this problem. It never bring resolution. Because you know, you know how to act a fool. You You know, know, you can go there. You know. You know, this person has had to deal with some stuff but you just assuming that they supposed to because they your husband or they your wife or they y'all married, they supposed to. Ain't nobody supposed to put up with foolishness. Now, people will do it out of love, but perhaps you taking into account that this person has made a commitment and they're serious about commitment and you use their commitment against them as, as your opportunity to slack off and not do what you're supposed to do, that is abuse. Perhaps a small separation, perhaps before the divorce, because I couldn't imagine being in a house that that my that, that my wife wasn't in. Mm. And if that normally normally we have to be uh you know we have to be shaken and we have to be woken up from sleeps that we be in a lot of time. Right. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm just trying to throw things out before the before we actually get into the D word. Yeah. Because man, that's. That's the whole. That's next week's show. It's the D word. Once we once we get to the D word, then what happens? Right. Because I just right. there there has to be something. Because most of the time we sleepwalk through things. Right. And I just think we I just think when you use something to, to, that'll wake you up. Like like Tamia said, there's a stranger in my house, but he says, "Who is the stranger though? Is it him or is it me?" You got you got to be able to take a look long hard look at yourself too, and and see. Do you bear any responsibility? But it has to be somebody else's fault, though. This thing ain't working like I thought it was. It has to be some. Okay, okay. So I made some mistakes. I looked over some red flag. Should I have to suffer if they ain't trying to do right? What 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 has what needs to happen because this ain't like this ain't what I thought it was gonna be, man. It ain't it ain't no bliss. I'm looking at my friends and, and her husband act right and her husband act right and my friends. I'm tired of suffering. Right. Tell me, tell me what to tell me what I need to do. Bro, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot to all of this. So what do you do? How do how do you how do you navigate these waters? How do you manage this? What is it? What is it that you're doing to try to make sure you manage this? Afia says, how long have you guys not spoken to your spouse after an argument? 
Uh, what's the longest I've gone? Maybe, sure. maybe a week. No, sure, they're gonna let me go that long. She's not gonna let me go that long. I can, I can, I'm a person. I'm, I can get real quiet just naturally. I can get quiet and just not say nothing. I, I don't have to talk really much at all. But maybe a day or so, I guess. Maybe a day or so. If not, she won't let now, me go too long. Now, not talking didn't mean we weren't interacting. Just we still be eating. <laughs> I'm just yeah. not saying. It's not like we shut each other out. <laughs> well, you're exactly funny because when we're not when we're not talking. We we doing stuff to make each other laugh, you know, to try to make each other laugh out of it. Right. And she be like, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't want to laugh because I'm mad at you. <laughs> you. You play too much. I'm mad at you, and vice versa. So we we so silly to work because the enemy don't need a lot. The enemy don't need a lot of room, guys. He just need a little bit. He just need your. He just need a little stubbornness from you to say, "I'm not gonna talk to him. Or I'm not gonna talk to her, and I'm I'm certainly not gonna give him none." He just need a little bit from you to turn that little bitty thing into a great big old thing. So, yeah. So, but that's that's a uh, that's the that man. That's I I never have thought about that. It's funny. I I never thought about how long I hadn't talked when uh, when we got mad yeah. when we were fussing because she always fussing at me for something. <laughs> Some kids stay in trouble. Some people stay in trouble. I'm just one of the ones that kind of stay in trouble. Sure, it's like less than an hour. Yeah. Less than an hour. Yeah. It's typically people in fights. What you want to eat? Yeah. Because you know, hungry will break you. <laughs> Bro, I can't fight on I can't fight on the stomach. I can't fight on so I gotta I gotta be eating something. Nothing to reconcile you like a meal. Man, what, what you I'm talking you. about, man? What you talking about? <laughs> so so uh we had uh where we at? How much time? Well, yeah, be- man, it's it's uh it's that time, brother. So we final thoughts? Yep. All right. <clears throat> So my final thought for this evening is, uh, I guess we got right up to the question and didn't really answer whether or not we uh, we condone divorce or not. And I don't, I don't, I don't at all. I don't, do, I don't condone divorce, but I do understand there are circumstances and things that happen sometimes to where divorce is the best thing for everybody. But I do suggest that you exhaust all avenues before that happens. Like I said earlier, man, having those conversations, because. <sighs> Man, you because the, the worst thing about divorce is you don't got used to being with somebody. Now you by yourself, and man, that is so that I, I don't wish, and I don't wish by yourself on nobody. I don't wish that on nobody because that boy, if Jesus been trying to get to you, he can get to you when you by yourself. Everybody gets saved when they by themselves. Everybody. Oh, now your Bible told you. everybody know Jesus when they by themselves. And listen, God, exhaust all avenues counseling. But again, it takes two to tango. Make sure that your partner is in agreement with you as far as getting saving the marriage, Save, saving it. You got to make sure that everybody's fighting for the same thing in the same direction. And that's and and before I get to my final thought, y'all don't y'all get them divorces out there. Y'all fight for the marriages, keep their marriages together. Both of y'all some fools. <laughs> that's my final thought. Listen, people. People don't take enough personal responsibility. Um, I remember this quote I heard once. Um, this guy said, said, the fountain of content must spring up in the mind. And he who seeks to change 
by changing anything but its disposition will waste its life in fruitless efforts and multiply the pain he wants to remove. It's, it's really about contentment. Contentment doesn't mean that you're satisfied, but it, it means that you understand where you are and what, what you need to move forward, and you're not frustrated about it. There's not enough people that are content. Their contentment is a skill, but it, it starts with you. Now, if you're in a situation where you're applying contentment, but there are still issues that are happening, now we got there's some communication that needs to happen. There's some people are dynamic. People go through things in marriage individually and together. And if that person is going through something personal, it's going to affect all of y'all. It's going to affect both of you all. You can't get a different meal until you change the ingredients. If you're going in with the same ingredients, you're going to get the same outcome. So somebody has to change or something has to change. It, it takes a leader. It takes somebody who's brave enough to say, you know what? I'm not going to be that person anymore to go ahead and make the change. People can make it. People can survive, but it doesn't come unless somebody, people decide to change But what it's going to take for that. That's something you got to figure out. And that's my final thoughts for this week. Man, it just made me think about this poem that said, Nicknack, uh, 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 Paddywhack. <laughs> <laughs> Give a dog a bone. <laughs> no, man. No, no serious. all seriousness, man. Yeah. Mar your marriage should be worth fighting for. And I know, I know most of us feel like, uh, but I'm tired now. I'm tired of fighting. I'm sure you got to look. Hey, fight for like you was fighting trying to get him to the altar. Oh. Hmm. Oh. That's how hard you should be fighting for to keep that marriage together. Because everybody, hey, that's why everybody don't have great marriages. Because you got to work too hard at them. And if you're a wife and you want to keep your man close to God, it's not about dragging him to church. It's about how you serve him. That's where it comes. Wow. Dude, you you uh, you were hitting them today. <laughs> Just trying to be real. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Yes, please. We're available on Apple, Google, Spotify. We tour. All, all those different podcasts. You we'll catch come. the audio version. Make we'll sure you go and catch it. Share it with your friends. If you like what we're doing, make sure you share it out. Let people know. We'll come to your church. About Man Talk Monday. Yeah, we will come. We'll come. We're, we're traveling. Listen, as you see, you see us setting up everywhere. We want to come up, set up near a place near you. Right. Y'all call us. Get your money. Get your money together. Get your Skrilla together and y'all call us and we come to y'all we can come to y'all church yeah. or event or something man yeah. we're trying to we're trying to move this thing we can have some serious conversation absolutely absolutely so absolutely. be looking out for us listen continuously trying to bring y'all better content better content make sure you go like I said go to the email mantalkmondays1 at gmail.com give us your feedback let us know what you think about the show what you like, what you don't like, what we're doing well, what we could do something better of, better be better at. So let us know. It helps us out so we can be 
that much better for you guys. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace out. Y'all be blessed. You talk about me, I'm going to cut you out. Uh-uh. <laughs>